All right, welcome to the Do You Believe podcast. Today, Aaron is on as my guest. We're going to talk more about Tartaria and the mud floods. Aaron, say hi. Hey, what's up? So he's he's the one that got us into this topic to begin with, and I think he might have a few more insights to share with us. Uh, but without further ado, let's hear the theme music. So yeah, he's on. Before we start, at DYB Podcast is our Twitter. There's a Do You Believe Podcast Facebook page. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, requests, etc., go to dybpodcast.gmail.com. We have a website, doyoubelievepodcast.wordpress.com, where I put show notes. I think we have some notes for this we might put on there. I put a link to that Adam and Eve story back then uh, a couple episodes ago. We have a Patreon Robert Strong, you still have not donated $1, so I'm leaving it up to anybody else. $1. <laughs> One time. That's all we need. Okay. And we're done with that. So, Tartarian and Mudflats. You need floods. what? $1 a month? $1 a I just need $1 once. You guys don't even have to do recurring payments. So it cost me, it's like $14 a month to host the podcast. So if we get that, that'd be great. If not, you guys are wasting all my money. All my $14 a month. (sighs) But yeah. We have no donors, but I don't really push it. Also, we don't have a lot of listeners anyway. But yeah. All right, I'm pulling up the show notes. Maybe we just need to blast you out there into outer space and... We do, we do. I want to try and grow our base, though. So tell your friends, people. We had a good following, a good. We would get thirty to fifty downloads each episode. So there are some people that aren't just people we know. So that's always good. Plus, we can I post so, it on uh, Facebook groups, just all over. Do it. Can I go to like Hillary Clinton's Facebook page and yeah. post it on our wall? Absolutely. Uh, she probably already listens to you, man. Oh, I hope not. That's why okay. like Alex Jones still hasn't come back yet. He's uh oh. <laughs> you gotta wonder though. I told myself I told myself I wasn't gonna cuss. I was like, I'm not gonna cuss. I cuss too much and then I I have you seen that Alex Jones meme where it's like playing the Avengers music and he's like, You got you got dang piece of shit. <laughs> God dang, me shit. No. I'm talking to you. You know, have you seen that? That's like what my favorite means now. Oh. <laughs> but it's like playing the Avengers theme song. He's a meme machine, yeah. man. Yeah, he's something else. I heard him on Sam Tripoli the other day. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That was a good episode. That's some, uh, so, yeah, coronavirus talk, but we're going to skip on that this week. We're all sick of it. It's all, yeah, it's all bullshit, basically. But yeah, mud floods much more interesting, at least in my opinion. So it, yeah, I, I just want to say it's all about fear, though. It's all about fear with this this disease, this virus. Yep, pushing the fear. People like everybody's vibrations are low right now. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like 
super loud. You gotta, you gotta push those positive vibes and high vibrations out. Man. Yeah. Did you listen to, to the bringing the... all our vibrations down to the low levels? Exactly. Did you listen to me and Matt's episode? We talked. All, we touched on that. Yeah. 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 So, I think there's something to we're all, that. We're all on the same frequency, so <laughs> we're all like synced up right now. Now, you had mentioned to me right before we started that you thought there was parts of that Adam and Eve story you disagreed with or thought were incorrect. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. No, I was talking about uh, something else. I think I, we got confused. I was talking about Uh-oh. what caused the mud flood. Or like the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, the Adam and Eve story is cool. I mean... I think yeah his 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 uh no but the that was part in there there was a part of it about you know his idea on what caused the mud floods well he didn't say mud floods Mm. I put those two together but he thinks it's uh, magnetic field pulse switches Mm. yeah I did disagree with that but we'll get to that that's uh goes into the direct energy weapons topic oh okay yeah 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 so all right so i've got notes here that you've got certain uh plugs you wanted to give so these are the things where you're getting a lot of your information so that people can watch it too if they want yeah i don't want to take credit these are all just i think john levy right now is the guy most people are watching on youtube in regards to Tartaria and mud floods or fake history. Um, he just gets on Google and will Google Maps and look around, and he's created quite the pastime for me too. Just looking for star forts and or bastion forts, and also mm-hmm. looking near where I live, and you know, like what's near me that is unusual, and could it have been here previously? Let's say. I think John yeah. Levy's the best. Right. I put Nathan Oakley 1980 on there. He's kind of got the best flat earth stuff right now as far as debates. Then I put three Facebook groups on there, Mud Flood, Tartarian Empire, and Alternate History. Tartarian Weird History, and then Mud Flood and Hidden History Researchers. They're all just private Facebook groups that I joined and like to read their posts. People got interesting things in there. Sadly, right now it's mostly COVID nineteen posts, but yeah. I like a lot of the most people post pictures of architecture and you know Tartarian antiquity. So I'll try and put links to all of these on our Facebook page and Twitter page, so you guys can go follow those without putting any effort into it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, definitely worth looking into. It's helpful to be in some of those groups. I haven't been in them too long but it's kind of cool to be in larger groups of people that are looking into it for sure you know? so all right just a little plugsy doozy you watching anybody in particular lately i mean we both so, like ODD. yeah i always watch him for stuff um i don't know I like he's just i don't know he puts effort into it and i appreciate it <laughs> yeah, so that's like high quality yeah, so that's why I like him. It's in the background. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah, John Levy. I watched some of his stuff for Tartaria stuff. Um, 
Let's see. I haven't done much Flat Earth stuff recently. Because, I don't know. Yeah. It's... Because there's a lot of, like, everybody thinks everybody's a shill in the Flat Earth community. So it's hard to, <laughs> to find one that everybody agrees is, is good. You almost just, I don't know, you just got to find one that you like. So right. I'll at least listen to um, the Flat Earth podcast whenever they do theirs. Yeah. They seem pretty legit. Yeah, so. yeah they, they've been coming out a lot less and less lately. They must be busy too. Um, yeah, they're pretty good guys. I think so. I think the biggest, the only thing I have on there, on our little PowerPoint we put together to talk about stuff is the black swan argument. That's the new flat Earth topic. All right. So what is this? I've, I've not heard of this. And I've only like, I guess because like you haven't been watching too much flat Earth stuff lately. Just kind of been dry on it, and then. Once I got into watching Nathan Oakley and some of them a little more, they call it the Black Swan thing. This is, you know, they call it the Globe Killer. Uh, it shows those two platforms: one's out across the sea, one's 9.4 miles, one's a little bit closer, 6.2 miles. And then, if you look very closely in the picture, it's like zoomed in at the two platforms. And you could see what is like the perceived uh, like horizon behind the platform that 9.4 miles. And them doing their uh, assumed mathematics of what the globe says the curvature should be. Uh, the uh, they're saying that the horizon sh you shouldn't be able to see the horizon past that. 9.41 mile platform is what they're saying. Yeah. And this is this is the globe killer. This is mm -hmm. the globe killer. You know, and I think a lot of the debunking videos, people who are obviously not flat earthers are saying, you know, well, it's a you know, refraction, the typical counter arguments. It's yeah. refraction, it's this, it's you're not taking into account that, you're not taking into account um, the uh, I'm going blank here. Uh, tidal shifts or tidal, you know, tides, yeah, stuff like that. But uh, it's interesting. They're they're definitely pushing this black swan thing. So if you're in the flatter, I would say just go to YouTube and type the black swan uh, flatter video or picture, and you'll find some kind of interesting topics on it. Yeah, that's funny. They always, on it. they always have the refraction argument, but they conveniently, there's no math to back it up. So you can't, so we can't, you know, disprove it then. Because they'd say, oh, it's refraction. Well, refraction means that you would get this much more distance out of the curvature or whatever. And then we could do that yeah. math and see if that matches up. But nobody knows how to do that math maybe the math doesn't even maybe refraction's not even that much of a thing or people are just too lazy to do the math i don't know but yeah, yeah. i find it interesting and then yeah. another thing for me that i find quite interesting is how it's just the i think this is one of the better arguments that they have is that um the horizon always comes to eye level no matter what how high up you go right so you, yeah. you would 
for people that are new to this idea, you would think that as you rose up off a ball, the horizon would slowly start to drop away as you went higher. But the higher you go, it keeps, if you look straight out with your head level, the horizon's always right at your eyes. Like that, that wouldn't happen if it was a ball, but it would if it was flat. So I just find that very interesting. Yeah, that's the observable observable proof, as some say. It's it's interesting because that's the one that kind of takes out. Like people always complain about just using different camera lenses to to make it look more curved, less curved, or whatever. But if you you can ignore all, you can yeah. So like so, Felix Baumgartner's one of his his jump had a huge fisheye on it <laughs> made the earth look super curved but yeah. all it that aside when he was on the surface yeah and the, like all that aside if you if you look straight out of his craft it's the horizon it's right there right in front of your eyes he doesn't have to look down at it so it doesn't matter what lens you got you can't hide that all right so very interesting yeah yeah this is the only like flatter topic i put on there but it's like it seems to be the highest or the hotly to- uh, like argued topic right now, topic now is like yeah. this specific image, like these specific images on that slide. So yeah, if you're interested, go people go uh, search the black swan ladder. It's kind of interesting. All right, we can move on to some Tartarian right. stuff, I guess. The cool stuff. All right. What's yeah, the- so? Go ahead. The biggest uh, kind of idea I've heard thrown out there is like, uh, you know, we talk about is history a lie? Like, if they lie about space, they lie about all these other topics we like to chat about. It's like, of course, they lie about history too, the history books, and history is written by the victor, right? That's, that's then, what they say. <laughs> but it's almost like a matrix effect. The more I heard people talking about this topic, it's kind of, this is kind of like one of the more scary ones to me. It's like really creepy. It's like the reset idea. Like how much time has maybe been injected or removed over the last several hundred years or even a couple thousand years. So I've heard people throw around like maybe Christ wasn't actually 2000 years ago. You know, like he was like a lot more recent than that, that, you know, when the Jesuits in the 1500s and uh, some of our more modern handlers, I have a friend that calls it like the Illuminati are handlers, uh, once they kind of rewrote history a little bit after our last reset, maybe they added time, time into the medieval periods or the crusade periods or you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I, I've like all, hundreds of years added. I've wanted to do an entire episode on this, but I, I'm, it's hard to find information on this one. So I have to keep digging. But yes, I'm familiar with that idea. I think they said maybe, at least the one I, well, it was basically two, two to 400 or two to 500 years that they added in. And of course, yeah. it's during, you know, the Dark Ages, so... They can always use the excuse, oh, well, they just didn't write anything down because it was so terrible back then. So it's a perfect opportunity to throw in whatever. Right. I think, uh, 
it's the strangest because, you know, our oldest people today, you know, let's say they're a little over a hundred years. They can remember, you know, the 1920s. You know, I think I read today there was some guy that lived during the Spanish flu in 1920 and he's living today. And then, but like that pre like 1800s before it's, things become blurry, especially before cameras, right? Yeah. Before, and some people throw that idea out too. It's like, our cameras, was that technology around before as well? Like a little longer, a little older, uh, mm. especially, you know, some of the Civil War pictures and stuff. I'm kind of getting out on a tangent, but I don't have a lot of details on this. Maybe me and you need to research it more and do a whole show on like yeah, because I've had the idea of, like, yeah, how much can history change? Especially when you've got giant, um, back in the day, you'd have giant empires controlling everything that you could easily change things. And in that CIA document about Russia, they specifically went in and changed the Tartaria history. That's what they wanted to do. They're like, nope, we're going to change yeah. all this, not make it look so good. We're not going to show that we, we fought with them and that kind of stuff, so... Right. Surely that so, is, that has happened constantly. Yeah. So it's, I think that I guess before we go to the next topic, it's like there's probably been more than one reset. You know, you'll hear thrown out a lot the mud flood, but was there more mud floods? Was there more resets? Most people that look into this say yes. Don't know how many could have been. Like I said, like the Matrix, we could be like on our six uh, reset some creepy stuff like that uh how many times have they played with our timeline our history uh you know has it happened for every big empire tartaria um everybody before them atlantis all those you know great civilizations it's hard to say but yeah okay so are we going to i don't want to ask a question too early but did you say that later we're going to talk about what what we think causes these mud floods? Oh yeah, here in two slides, I'll okay, I'll okay. tell you what I heard or I've been told, and I kind of attribute to. But we'll talk about the Star Forts real quick. Yeah, so I had completely forgotten to mention these. I I do remember looking at this. This is interesting. So I'll let you talk. Yeah, too. yeah. So if you're not whoever's listening you know i think this is a good place to start if you're interested in tartaria stuff or you know history or mud flood stuff it's these star forts that are found everywhere i i put a link in there for the to share called www.starforts.com gallery you can go there and see you think they're just like army forts or something like that but, I mean, they are in every, they are in the strangest cities. They're on island. They're all over the place. Like, it's kind of been my most uh, fun pastime, like I said earlier, is getting on Google Maps and going to, like, Cuba or some, like, wild island. And you'll find them. That's, I have a picture on here for Lee where I found one in Havana, Cuba. They're, they They vary in age. And they vary in uh, quality, right? There's some that look older than others. Um, 
and John Levy does a lot of good videos on Bastion forts or star forts. And the idea is, were they Tartarian technology, Antiquitech? What were they really used for? Were they just for, you know, the idea is us Westerners or like modern man, modern society, we inhabited them. They were already there. We didn't build them in America. They were already in America. They, Tartarians or previous civilizations built them. And you see what I'm saying? So what are your thoughts on these, Lee? So, yeah, that's it's interesting because one... One, it's like it, it seems like a lot of extra effort to add to a fort for no reason. I don't really see an advantage to it here. And then the other point is, you know, it since they're global, and I'll have to look and see just how global they are. If they're global, like they are global. If you want to say the word globe, but they are global. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, so I shared a picture with Lee. It's like they literally built the or placed the Statue of Liberty on a star fort. So most people think that star fort was there, was used for something else. They came in, they were like, let's put the Statue of Liberty on. So the base of the Statue of Liberty is actually a star fort. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's. <laughs> It just the biggest thing is if you see them all over the place and it's not all the same country, it's suspicious, right? Because that's even yeah. if we want to go, you know, way back, that's kind of the thing with pyramids, right? They're yeah. all over the place, but in completely different places. Yet it's the same type building they're doing, and it's yeah. I find it hard to believe that everybody just happened to think the same way. Like it just seems kind of yeah. convenient. I mean, they're in every country that I've seen, and they. As you can see, they basically have like 90% the same geometry to them. They're not like vastly different or anything like that. They're shaped, I would say, like 90% the same. Yeah. Um, watching some of John Levy's videos, what's got me the most creeped out, what gets me creeped out is you will see like older ones in like the farthest reaches of places like in Canada and just strange places that you're like why did somebody build this here <laughs> and if you want to learn more i would say go to the starports.com and look them up go watch some of john levy's videos on them go onto google maps yourself and just look for them and you will be surprised where you find them at and maybe even in your like locally to you you might be able to find one so i would call it that they're almost like the modern day version of the pyramid. Because honestly, we have no idea what the pyramids are used for. Either the ones in Egypt yeah. and the ones in South America. We have no idea. Like we assume, <clears throat> I think the standard explanation in archaeology is that they're tombs, but there's no evidence that, that there's no evidence. Um, they found actual tombs and they look completely different than pyramids. So this is like a modern day version of that. We see them everywhere. They were made for some reason. Then they shared the same structure. We don't know why. And they're all over the place. So it's interesting. I don't remember who threw out the ideas. Like, were they like a drain to like, to drain water to like under, you know, 
yeah. if you're a flat earther or you believe there's different levels to our, our realm, right? Like a lot of people are kind of into now, you know, there's different levels to this like system we live in. You know, I've heard people throw around the idea that the star forts were like drains, like to drain mud or water Interesting. below us. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have anything to back that up. I've just heard people talk about it. Yeah, because my, my thought, I thought I had before was that, so looking at the pyramids, the pyramid shape is like one of the strongest shapes that you can make. So I'm like, okay, I had heard somebody throw out an idea that they tried to use the pyramids as like a, like they knew like flooding, maybe mud floods, maybe some other cataclysm happened and they built pyramids as like a, I think of it like an arc, but not really a boat. It's just a place that everybody can go or things can be, things and information can be stored in the event of something terrible happens, but they're strong enough to withstand it. And when I look at Star Force, it seems like they're built that way as well to withstand whatever. So in this case, I'd say like mud. Yeah, they're huge that, stones. I mean, there's a lot of videos of them and images. You can, there's plenty of like information you can go and, uh, see how large those stones are that make them up, and they're pretty impressive, impressive structures. So, to me, they're the most interesting topic to kind of look at for me. But sure, you have to make your own mind up. That's that's all I'm saying. Yep. Okay, we can go to the next topic if you're ready. All right, let's do it. So. Next one, next page me and Lee are looking at is uh, direct energy weapons. So, ever like most people kind of know a little bit about direct energy weapons, especially at the end of conspiracy theories. Uh, There's a lot of word talk about them with all those uh, wildfires in California and even in Australia and I think elsewhere, you know, the possible root cause being. The government or whomever using direct energy weapons, which could be sound or light energy or something like that, that can be concentrated like a laser and just blast things from the sky. So something interesting um, for that is that was one of to me that was what it seems like was one of the last hot conspiracy things before i feel like it's very hard to find good conspiracy content on youtube now um, unless you search specifically for it um but yeah the direct energy weapons and the fires was the last one i remember a lot of youtubers talking about conspiracy wise and since then have they just don't do conspiracies anymore probably because youtube told them to quit it so right yeah that's interesting Um, so I guess, how does this relate to Tartaria or Mud Floods? Your, your last show, you talked about, uh, you know, they were talking about tectonic plates and lava and yep. maybe tectonic shifts and that all this sort of stuff could have caused a mud flood, right? Right. Most, a lot of the like people, videos I've watched or people I talk to that are like way in, way deeper into this than I am. Um, throw out the idea that our handlers have had, you know, this direct energy weapon technology for a long time, 
they've known how to they've known how to manipulate like sound frequencies and or may possibly light but they also know what we live on with the dome and that they could focus they could focus fire these um let's say sound direct energy weapons on cities or people or uh their enemies let's say and that's what they usually say they think my friends have said they think that is the cause of these mud floods like was like direct energy weapons mm. possibly damaging mountains causing mud floods it was like all like orchestrated it was like an orchestrated attack right on tartaria because i don't know if you really got into that but it's like most people think Tartaria was really kind of, these people were kind of the enemy of, let's say, the rulers of today. Oh, yeah. They want, yeah, yeah. you know, like, it's really hard to explain, but people didn't want them. Our handlers, the Illuminati, whoever you want to call them, wanted to do away with the Tartarians. They were using free energy, is the idea. That's what they thought. And they also supposedly maybe didn't have to eat. That's what I'm hearing. Interesting. Maybe they did. Yeah, but they definitely lived in more of a free society of energy and power and food. And like the Illuminati, let's call them, or the handlers, wanted them eradicated. How do we do that? Let's destroy their infrastructure. Let's destroy them. Let's use these direct energy weapons, cause mud floods, or directly attack them. That's kind of it in a nutshell. So, do you think What's the proof of it? Other is really just what we're talking about. It's all the proof or theory there is. But do you think that Tartaria had this technology, and there was a, maybe a spy that stole it, or oh, do I don't know. <laughs> or do you think like you know our handlers had it first? Or do you think they just took the, Maybe. Let, let's see, Tartaria had free energy, but then our handlers, as we're calling them, took it and turned it into a weapon? They probably, that's a good idea. I mean, they definitely think they could have, they definitely turned it into a weapon. Uh, to really kind of explain this a little better or more, though, it's like there was a certain point to where our handlers, the rulers, the Illuminati, whatever, was like, we don't want this kind of free energy. We want to basically make money and control the people by making them have to buy food, buy energy. You know, this is, they think this is when that shift happened to put us dependent on, you know, the energies that we are today, the systems we are today, was by destroying this, uh, Tartarian society that kind of had stuff figured out right yeah so because if if you imagine if we had free energy and if even if we took it a step further and said you know that somehow this could feed us in a way um but even if it was just energy like there would be no fighting no wars no nothing and just you can't control people 
as good when there's basically it's just oh hey everybody it's all good right free energy for everyone we're never going to run out there's no reason to fight just go enjoy doing what you do and that's it but that makes a certain group of people very unhappy i guess we just got to remind our listeners that you know it's always about control it's always about um, controlling the people and i mean that's (laughs) in a nutshell it's not like they're just randomly deciding they want to eradicate a whole group of people um but we i guess this leads into the last topic of direct energy weapons and this is a interesting theory i heard from a friend at work that's into this stuff like really he's kind of is maybe the person that told me to look into this stuff but you know he was talking about chemtrails which are like that's like 101 uh conspiracy theory (laughs) stuff right and i don't even know why we're even talking about it i was like okay yeah chemtrails whatever it's like yeah they're up there for sure but everybody knows that now he was like, he's like, what do you think they're used for? And I was like, that's a good question. You know, I mean, you know, Alex Jones, like, and all them, everybody says they're putting chemicals in the air that are uh, some sort of maybe aluminum. I think I've heard before other kind of chemicals. I don't even know, but they're trying to, like, <laughs> you know, they're just trying to, kill us slowly right yeah um but my friend was like uh what if what if our high levels of military or high level of government that aren't bad let's say let's say there's good people at the top just if you know and they know that this direct energy weapons exist and they know that the dome exists they know some of these Right, um, but this is a few small group of leaders that know some of this stuff, right? Yeah. What if they're putting the chemtrails up there to actually, like these, like aluminum or whatever these like air particles are that everybody says there's metals in there. What if it's actually to protect our cities and protect us from direct energy weapons from uh, other governments or our handlers, you know? That's an idea I never thought of or heard of. Yeah. Because everybody always assumes the chemtrails are to harm us. But what if they're actually sprayed up there to protect us from an attack that we don't even know could exist? Kind of spinning around the whole idea. Yeah. And, you know, if you've been listening to Sam Tripoli and some other people a lot lately, it's like, what if our handlers actually come from another realm? You know, we know most people believe in aliens and there could be alien attacks, but what if what if the Illuminati, the people that are the true enemies are can attack us from places we don't even know about. Yeah. Particularly the North Pole, that's discussed a lot, but mm. um and they you know what if in order to prevent another mud flood reset, there's certain powerful people in the higher echelons of uh, the military or DOD that this is how they think they can protect 
our major cities or you know it's an idea it's something i never heard and it got me thinking that's definitely possible and that's i think that's that's believable if because based on the cia documents we know russia for example did not like tartaria for whatever reason so if they were the ones yeah. that used the weapons to wipe them out maybe that's what the cold war was really about nukes aren't real but direct energy weapons are real so we're protecting yeah. ourselves from uh russia or something like that yeah that would be you kind of just reminded me of something that i didn't put a note in here about but it's like that's something a lot of people throw around is like a lot of the wars and all over the last let's say 300 years have been about trying to destroy the remnants of the tartarians uh their structures, their buildings, and uh, Antiquitech. Yeah, and, and uh, there was something that I came across when I was researching that I didn't mention in my other one was that all of the, like, the, the big major cities in the U.S. have had some sort of catastrophic earthquake slash fire back in the day that supposedly destroyed yeah, yeah. everything, and that that was just a cover to destroy remnants of Tartaria that way there's no way we could you know remember found that interesting yeah that's a really good point about the fires I think the ones I remember there's the Chicago fire San Francisco had one for sure those are the big ones I remember but didn't they burn the they burnt the White House down, now that I'm thinking about it. During the war of eighteen twelve. That's interesting. Yeah, that's very, very suspicious once you start looking into these topics. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Cause the White House is a nice attempt to kinda look like something from back from Tartaria, but it's still it's not anywhere near the level of intricacy and you know craftsmanship that Tartaria buildings are yeah exactly sorry I was looking at something else um so we talked about direct energy weapons I guess we can talk about lead us into the next conversation so real quickly free energy yeah, we already I've, alluded to this. So, free energy's always kind of interested me in a couple things. So, one is, you know, Tesla was a genius and had some amazing technology that the funny part is at the time they said, no, this is dangerous, was basically what they tried to do to discredit all of his work. The government took all of his plans and stuff after he died um, and won't release it to the public. And it seems like the more and more technology we keep coming out with is just rehashed versions of his stuff. So, yeah. If it leads me to believe, I wouldn't be surprised if Tesla had figured out free energy. Um, and I know most people think he did, and I wouldn't be surprised if the government has it. But again, if you've what got... What if Tesla was a... Nikola Tesla was a Tartarian? That would be interesting. It would be believable. Yeah, I guess he lived. He died probably 
too soon, but not too long ago. But uh, maybe he discovered he knew some stuff. Or he died in 1943. It looks like so. He was born in 1856. There's a lot of, uh, you know, 1850s are a really shady time as far as, you know, that's when you kind of start to find a lot of pictures of buildings and, you know, Civil War pictures look staged, look very strange. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that's when he was, Nikola Tesla was born. Maybe he was... Uh, I guess maybe savvy to some of these uh, Antiquitech free energy concepts because uh, a lot of so the, what is the Antiquitech? Uh, I'll try to explain it really quickly. But when you start looking into Tartaria, uh, Tartarian architecture, Lee talked about it in his last show. A lot of these older buildings where it looks like you know they've been there for a lot longer. They're very elaborate. They're very uh, articulate they're very artistic they're you know we we don't even come close to building buildings like this anymore as far as the craftsmanship and not just that it's like once you start looking at pictures of them or paintings of them a lot of times you'll only find paintings of them uh you'll start to see uh let's say I guess the best way to call them sometimes is antennas, um, domes, strange domes. There's just lots of devices, let's call them, that are always sticking off in these buildings, Tartarian buildings. Uh, and that's what they typically refer to as Antiquitech. It's like all these devices, all these domes, all these, which you would be like, what is the, what do these devices or domes or, extreme like very very uh articulate like structures on top of these buildings what purpose do they serve from a building architecture standpoint most everybody says none that look into this or like other than that they're probably tapping into some uh magnetic energy or free energy as we talked about that's if you hear the word antiquitech thrown around that's what we're talking about so yeah, so lots of their buildings, domes and spires, are a very common thing. And what's interesting is, yeah. okay, we don't do domes so much anymore, but we do do spires called antennas, and we have them everywhere now for our stuff. So this definitely could have been a different version of that, maybe a better version of that. Because, yeah. like, domes, domes are not easy to build. That's my understanding. No. So, uh, the fact that they all went through the effort to make them like that it, it makes me think there might be something more to it. Um, but, you know, I don't know if we'll ever know. That's the problem. They do such a good job of hiding it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you join any of those Facebook groups, that several of them, all they do, and what I love about them, is they just post pictures of these I just call them Tartarian uh, buildings, architecture. And granted, most of the time I just go through them and look for Antiquitech. Like, like which ones have the, all these devices on top of them? And what were they for? Like, you will see some that 
it's just like outrageous the the number of devices or Tiquitech on top of these buildings. And I don't know. It's it's definitely eye raising because we if and you compare all of them to buildings today, we don't do it. We don't even you can look side by side to these buildings and it's just not the same. And yeah, the stuff oh, we make. Sadly, really a lot of these buildings have—they've been slowly tearing down for the last several hundred or two hundred years, and they'll rebuild them in the same spot, and they'll look similar, but they won't be the same technology. Obviously, they won't be Tartarian. They will definitely be uh, our modern construction. Yep. Now, do you have? Have you found any of these buildings near where you live? I look, okay, so, and I haven't, I went downtown with Matt, you know, um, to that comedy show Yeah. back in October. Before I actually met with him, I was walking around downtown. And definitely a lot of the older churches in Detroit look Tartarian, and uh, they have a lot of the, maybe even a little Antiquitech. They have a lot of the call signs for a lot of the architecture we're talking about. And then I went to, when I went to that Lions game back in November, we parked in this old, this like new parking structure downtown. And it was, you know, brand new construction, beautiful. But when we left it, when I was walking out of it, we, I was next to some library or, uh, and it was, it was, suspiciously like i i have to go back to it but they were doing construction on it and they were digging out around it mm. and i was just like oh my god i was like i was like look at this it's like this is huge concrete like library maybe had a post office in it too because that's a lot of things they say to look out for right is most of the post office is in the large cities we think we inhabited like Right. Uh, that's getting into a whole thing. And I can't remember if you really delved into uh, like orphans and stuff basically being shipped over here to help fill in our cities and after the mud flood. And anyways, I don't mm. want to get off on too far of a tangent. But if you want to talk about buildings that are were here before, not just star forts and bastion forts, but like our post offices, like the large ones. Uh, Capitol buildings, you just kind of talked about like White, the White House. If you look at like Capitol buildings for most states, they are pretty outrageous. And, you know, even thinking about the Kentucky one that me and you have been to, right? Yeah. The one in Frankfurt. Yeah. That one's pretty spectacular building that I think is Tartarian also. Actually, going back and thinking about it and looking at photos of it. And if it's not, or if they say, claim that it's been rebuilt, I do think parts of it have to be like old world, as they say. Yeah, it's pretty uh, immaculate. I think there's there's two ways you can hide things uh, from what I was looking at. One is like you build on top of what was already there or just kind of cover it up. Or yeah. I, I like the idea that the reason all the government buildings are Tartarian originally 
you can get away with it if it's if you just say okay from here on out only the government's allowed to use these buildings it seems like it's a good excuse like in the future it's like well, why are all the government buildings all fancy like this like oh that's just what we did back in the day yeah we just spent millions and millions to build these elaborate structures because yeah i wonder if like if, if elaborate marble and stone buildings that have the biggest stones that they just move with horse and buggy you know yeah and there's never any pictures of I'm not going to say never any pictures, but there's very little, if there is, pictures of or paintings of the construction yeah. of these buildings. They're like, yeah, we built that in 1932. Where's, there's like nothing as far as the construction of it. Like, there's not even any photographs. And you had cameras in 1932, you know. There's a lot of situations like that, and I think that's what catches people's attention is is topics like that so now i'd be willing to bet and this is probably something worth looking into is are all buildings like this that still exist are they all owned by governments or the elite and i'm willing to bet that's the case for all of them yeah because then you know if if they dig into I don't know if they find out, oh, we're selling you this building because you're in our secret club now. Uh, this used to be Tartarian, you know, and te- fill them in or they don't say anything. But if they start to get suspicious, then they can just kind of, since all the elites are kind of like, I guess they like blackmail each other. They can be like, yeah, you need to stop back looking into it or else uh, something might happen, you know. Yeah. it's That's a good point. Something worth looking into for sure. But you also, I think, once you look into a lot of buildings, you said it last show, show you got to look locally first. You know, I think that's what I've been trying to do is, you know, go into Detroit, look at the the, at the buildings that seem out of place, you know, or you can spot them right out of the bat. You know, like, that one seems really old. Let me look at that, like, in detail. Let me really look at that building. You know, so and there's definitely to answer your question. Yeah, there's definitely some very interesting ones here. I, from what I, a little bit of research I've done, there's some interesting ones in Kentucky, and Louisville, and uh, Frankfurt. Yeah, and, I need uh, to check them out for sure. And it's yeah. I think one thing that you can tr- kind of do. So like you had said that it was under construction, you get a glimpse at what's really under there. And it's kind of rare to get to see that. But some of the most convincing pictures that I saw were when a building next door was being dug up. They were digging the foundation for it. You can see the rest of the building for it and see how old it looks like it is. And if you're looking at these places in your own town, whoever's listening, you know, if you can find like maybe like a side alley or a side street, it might be more obvious if you go down to the less traveled spots to see... Because I'm sure they might try and cover some things up, but if you go to these lesser um, noticed areas, you might find clues that would show its true age. Right. Yeah, that's the whole point. The whole point is, and it's a little mind-boggling when you really think about it and you kind of start to subscribe to this conspiracy theory. 
is that, you know, you know, the history we're told is possibly not true. These buildings might have been here a lot longer than we've been told. We just, I don't say we, American Westerners, you know, are, you know, we just inhabited them. We came here. It wasn't just Native Americans in America bred all around. That's the part that's a little mind-boggling for people because that's the history we're told. We're told Westerners came over 1500s. Now, you know, there's a little bit of other history being sprinkled in there now that possibly Vikings came and the Chinese came to the West Coast, right? Yeah. That's been sprinkled into mainstream history a little bit. But the basic history is maybe that a little bit of that plus, you talked about it last show, Christopher Columbus, Westerners came over, conquered America, and we built everything that was here. And that's it. You know, we took over the land built all the cities that you see all the star forts that you see all the amazing colonial roman greco-roman architecture that you see this theory is that no um there was natives here or whoever they might have really been also um but a lot of these structures and buildings were actually here and we inhabited them Tartarians and the old world had already spread across the world. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the crazy theory. Yeah, and I had heard somebody mention maybe that um, the Native Americans now were just survivors of the mud floods, and they yeah. just and like I said, like we're not all you know architecture masters, so like if if we got hit with mud floods and it was just like you and me left, we'd be like, well, uh, I don't know how to build all this stuff. So <laughs> yeah, guess we're just going to live in the yeah. wild again. Yeah. We'd be, you'd have a tribe. <laughs> now maybe something, I just had a thought that would be worth looking into. So based on U S history, it took us some time to get all the way over to the West coast. And, the if we take the old style classical style buildings in new york for example in theory you would think that they would look nothing like that on the west coast because by the time we settled all the way out there we would have changed our taste we would have changed how we built things we would have changed that but i'm willing to bet that they look identical and it's like well that's weird and it's weird to assume that we would walk all the way all the way out to the West Coast and just be like, yeah, let's just kind of copy that, what we did in New York. Let's just do that again here. Yeah, it's like 100 years old, but let's do it. You know, it just seems strange. Yeah. No, you hit it right on. That, that's, there's just a lot of... Uh, people just say it's coincidence, you know. But that just that answer doesn't... Um, satisfy most people that are interested in this topic so yeah these coincidences uh, are adding <clears> up <throat> all these star forts everywhere that that to me is my number one topic to look into and then I, I would say second is this one that we're talking about right now is the Antiquitech so if you're I'd say really looking into this I would look into star forts and then look into Antiquitech or like uh, the Tartarian building architecture. 
So, what did I have the next page? Right. A, yeah, where's the Tartarian? <clears throat> we're giants. almost done here, folks. I Interesting. Promise. All right, expand on this topic. Yeah, this one's not too uh, fleshed out. I see. Uh, my question here, really is where the Tartarians giants. So that's an idea that's thrown out there a lot because um, of the massive structures <laughs> that we've been talking about, the massive stone. Uh, you, you know, History Channel uses ancient aliens to describe why all the pyramids and uh, basically wonders of the world, how they're built. But, you know, I think there's proof of large people. And if you're a biblical believer, then there's a lot of it, you know, biblical verses to back that up. Yep. Um, a lot of the, some channels I've watched recently talk a lot about this topic, you know, like the Tartarians possibly being remnants of the Nephilim or the last of the giant breeds or species or groups of people. And that possibly that, that could explain the desire to get, get rid of them. Right. Cause almost the whole Bible talks about David and his crew of, uh, trying to wipe them out the whole time <laughs> and yeah. then you know is that part of why it's so important to the elites today is to erase the tartarian history is because they were actually a, a people of giants or large people you know and if you're somebody that looks into conspiracy theories you know how important it is to erase the history of the giants would you say lee i would yeah, say for sure if, if you look into this sort of stuff that comes up all the time it's, uh, especially in the archaeology side so yeah that's really all I have for this but yeah so I can people... add a add a few things yeah. to this real quick um, yeah one thing we didn't mention is like a lot of these old old timey buildings supposedly Tartarian buildings have gigantic doors and gigantic windows. And we've just kind of attributed it to like, you know, oh, it was just being extravagant. But like, I don't know, like everything just seems scaled up when you look at these things yeah. in a lot of cases. So um, yeah. now yeah, that, uh, the front door of a lot of the, you know, all these Capitol buildings we were talking about are post offices. And John Levy has a lot of videos of these post offices and that front door on them is like 20 30 foot high, you know, for what purpose other than to look awesome, right? Yeah, it Crazy, just seems, you know. seems or a bit much. was it inhabited by larger people? Because yeah, I feel like you we know. would still be doing that today if that was a big thing, but we're not. Right. You would expect all these millionaires' mansions to have giant doors and stuff, but they don't. <laughs> it's not practical. Right. Um, and then, yeah, so I had mentioned last time that there was some map uh, they attributed to Columbus that had all these cities listed all along the East Coast and the West Coast. I thought that this map, I don't remember if it said this directly or if the person that I was listening to had suggested that like all of like kind of the middle parts of America were inhabited by giants of some sort. Um, could be Tartarians, could be something else. And then one other thing to mention is that giants in North America is a thing. Like I've 
there's a lot of stuff on that too to look into and maybe it was them yeah. I mean, who knows that's probably we don't yeah. have any freaking history on them because it's gone now we know they existed but yeah, man it all ties together you know like something we say all the time that it, all these topics do like giant Tartaria uh flat earth it all ties together it all ties together to you know somebody always says like why would you have stuff it all points to trying to hide a creator you know that we're not a ball spinning flying through space that's it you know it seems to to be that way yeah you know it's like they go to pretty big lengths to hide um, the existence of giants i mean yeah so it just it's so i think i'm sorry go ahead like researching any i find that like all the like set in stone things that you learned in school as like civilization wise history wise science wise a lot of it if you just take a little time to kind of be like, now, now, where did this come from, or is this true, or what backs this up? It's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of educated guesses, and then educated guesses based on educated guesses, and it's um, the, to the people that take it like as gospel truth, no pun intended, like all this science stuff, like. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. hard science. Hard science is good, but uh, there's a lot of science that is just um, paradigms, essentially. Like, this is the way you're supposed to think. All the research you do has to fall within this. these rules that we've said, that this is the stuff that we think is correct right now. You have to assume it's all true. And if you question it, you you lose your job basically. So yeah, we can get more of, more independent like researchers to box you in. To you can only stay within law this box of laws of physics. Or, yeah. And hopefully, you know, we will get to a point. Hopefully, soon enough. I think we've got enough independent research out there that we can bring enough evidence together to finally shift it back closer to reality. You know. Right. Maybe we can look back. Hopefully, we'll look back at a time and be like, "Yeah, we were being manipulated back then." But we, you know, we <laughs> took it upon ourselves to find out the truth. Hopefully, we can get right. take back the truth, Lee. Yeah, that's um, all I want. I just want the truth, man. For sure. So, um, I think. I don't have, really have too much else either on my last slide. It was just, and you had already talked about it a little bit, was the World's Fairs. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but if you're intrigued by any of this, that's another uh, go-to topic regarding Hertarians and or uh, just strained architecture. The abil- They have the ability to ch- build these, like, massive structures massive cities seemingly overnight and you were talking about 
1893 Chicago World World's Fair that like exploded or whatever. Hmm. So uh, into fire, and they lost all these like magnificent um, structures associated with it. So I don't really know if the angle there is that these structures were Tartarian, were already there. They didn't actually build them for the World's Fair. That they were actually, you know, the fire was a cover-up to destroy them. Yeah. I don't really know the angle yet, uh, but it's definitely a topic under that falls under this grand topic. Um, some notable World's Fair structures is like the Eiffel Tower, the World's Fair structure that was left behind. Um yeah. There's photographs of the Eiffel Tower. If you're interested, you can look up. That actually has other large structures behind it and around it that people attributed to Tartarians that are no longer there. Hmm. So that's a good one to look up if you're interested. Sure. Uh, me, myself, uh, the Airborne Towers at Airborne School at Fort Benning are World's Fair Towers. And I always get a kick out of going to see them. Mm. Um, because they're pretty massive, they're they're amazing. Um, so you can definitely get a and see some of the real world's fair architecture or uh, structures. You kind of get that feeling of awe. But those those were from the 1939, so they're not exactly uh, very ancient. You know, let's say Tartarian. But, you know, some people, once you start to look into this, think some of the Tartarian uh, structures might creep into 1900s. And yeah. that's when we start to see kind of modern construction and the the overall destruction of history. So, yep, yep. I do like the Eiffel Tower ones are kind of nice. So. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> <clears throat> so some tartaria all right I'm glad so, to talk more about this i enjoy it yeah Hopefully. for sure and if you guys like it definitely let us know and we'll dig deeper or if you find your own things let us know um something cool we could do is wherever you guys live if you find any buildings that you think might be tartarian take some pictures and send it to our email address and we'll look at them that'd be cool yep. Yeah, I need to get down um, to Frankfurt soon. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of stuff closer to you than you would think. Everybody listening, I mean, all the Capitol buildings, every state, you know, if they haven't been rebuilt in the last 50 years, there's a good chance that there's some like hidden messages there. There's there's something uh, could could be Tartarian. Could have been there. Could have been there for a lot longer than we have any idea. That's the whole point. Yeah, and you can look for symbols too. Just if you see any weird symbols or animals or something, maybe make note of it. Because like, I find it hard to believe they just randomly pick something. They're like, yeah, let's just put a bunch of owls on this. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. There's got to be a purpose for all of this. I think. uh... For me, uh, I'm going to keep looking for star forts. Uh, in my 
Christmas trip down to Florida. I stopped at St. Augustine. I saw the one down there uh, very briefly. I mean, that's a very that's a famous fort, you know, but uh, still pretty good, in good shape. But uh, I'm looking more and more local. I'm, I'm trying to find where uh, in Michigan, uh, Indiana, or Ohio. But they tend to be closer to water. So. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, check out. See if you can find some bastion forts. All yeah. right. So what else you got going know. on? Um, wanna... That's it, conspiracy-wise, for now. I'm always looking through lots of things. Yep, quarantining. But that gives me time to do a lot of research, so. Yeah. Um, nice. Some fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to land this podcast plane. Um, Aaron, thanks for being on. We'll have you on again thanks. for any topic. And, uh, you know. Stay safe, everybody. Find the truth.